Hello everyone, uh, welcome to my podcast. My name is Rahma and today I'm joined by a very special guest who I really admire actually because she's very, very smart, mashallah. Um, would you like to introduce yourself? I can indeed. So my name is Aisha Hussain and I work as a personal development coach. What is a life coach and why did you want to become a life coach? Absolutely. Um, So a life coach, um, as as I was um, saying earlier, so you get various kinds of life coaches um, and they basically specialize in different areas of of life. So it could be relationships, it could be careers, businesses, health and fitness. And so and they they help individuals in those different areas of their lives. They help to encourage and counsel them um, on on, in relation to any issues. Uh, in those different areas and help them to basically set goals and and work out a plan for achieving those goals okay you know it sounds very um hard job if I say so oh you're trying to fix someone's life do you get it yeah yeah I'm with you absolutely so the quite often what happens is people confuse coaching life Mm. coaching and counseling so they're two different things they have some similar things in 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 that they're both sort of helping professions absolutely yeah but they are different so counseling will will sort of help people with um the sort of deeper rooted issues that they might like psychological issues absolutely quite Mm. often things like that and and quite often they're issues that that are affecting them now but are mm. more to do with things that they've experienced in their past life um okay. coaching is a little bit different so coaching doesn't necessarily go very deep mm. and it sort of looks at what's what's what are the problems for you in your life at this present time that right. are stopping you from moving on achieving. and achieving okay. your goals absolutely I understand. so it's yeah it's kind of more practical it's okay. looking at practical things that you can do right yeah right here right now to help you to move forwards and and achieve the things that you want in your life okay that that's right so it must be a very very rewarding job then you must love what you do it certainly is it certainly Mm. is and that's one of the reasons I've sort of come into this Mm. uh into this field of work I was kind of doing something similar um Mm. so I've got lots of experience years of experience in working in mentoring so I was working as a school-based mentor right um, for for several years and Mm. that involved working not only with young people and children but also their families and helping them overcome barriers and issues that they were experiencing that were preventing them from achieving the things that they wanted in their lives Um, and so for me coaching is a bit of a natural extension from that work that I was already doing yeah it's like Um, I was saying earlier it's it's um you have to gift (laughs) Oh, it is. You know, some people might kind of have it naturally. I mean, for me, naturally, I I kind of tend to to be very good at listening and and talking and engaging. Um, I think you've got very good communication skills, I think. Oh, yeah, it helps. (laughs) (laughs) It's Uh, important. It's needed. So so would you say that this is your 
passion you know how people say go after your dream definitely, definitely. you know so, you, so you're very happy every day you when you wake up you're like I'm so glad that this is what I do for a living absolutely absolutely oh, amazing absolutely so I'm sort of involved in doing more than one job so mm. for me life coaching is something that supplements what I'm already doing and and the reason I'm doing it is because actually it's what I really enjoy and feel oh, passionate about yeah so absolutely that's... right so this is the thing I guess to 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 kind of understand that you know we don't necessarily have to um that that, because we talk about doing it's important to find your passion and do things Mm, that you feel passionate about so that you live a more meaningful life but you don't necessarily have to get that from one thing so even if you feel that actually my job is more about me getting a salary rather than me feeling really passionate about what I'm doing you Mm. can find your passion in other things so it's important to supplement that yeah okay with with other things where you feel actually I'm making a difference I'm I'm doing what I really want to do and I'm doing what I really enjoy the things that make me happy yeah so it's it's important to to look for it in other places even if not not just in one place Hmm. yeah that's amazing yeah (laughs) I actually just wanted to let people know how me and how I get how I how I know you basically Uh, uh, we met uh, at event at sister circle um and um, yeah. I came to that event. I think before that, do you know what's funny, Aisha? I remember yeah. I actually came to both events. Oh, I don't did think, you? Yes. I just yeah. now I realized it because I came to the first event. So then yes. I was like, oh, she's really amazing. Let me go to the next event that, that was oh, happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Fantastic. why I actually came to the next event. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember when you, were, when you were in the, was it the mosque. Because I literally live. Um, it was. Yes. Yeah. I live 10 minutes from the mosque. So I did come. Fabulous. Yeah. I yeah. did come. And uh, it was, yeah, it was really amazing event. I, it was so good. I can't explain to how good it was. So um, I went yes. home like, okay, now I'm going to do research. I need to figure out. And one oh. thing I actually took was the vision board. Mm, brilliant. Remember how you said create yes. a vision board? Absolutely. So I went on Amazon and um, I um, I got a uh, this massive wooden vision board. I don't know if you, brilliant. you know, the massive things where you put like a board where you put stuff. Yes, in you can pin on. things on. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, Fantastic. I got that. Um, I bought like bear, lots of books of like um, self development, both Islamic and oh, non Islamic. Yeah. Um, and I was on this like head of okay, that's it. I'm gonna get my life together. Mm. I'm gonna fix myself now. <laughs> yeah, bless you. And I and yeah. I emailed you asking you to send me that PowerPoint. That's right. Yeah. Where you where you went through the the steps to basically um, uh, achieve your goals, achieve your goals, yeah. and how to start you know achieving your goals. And um, yeah. yeah, it really did help me. I'm so pleased to hear. Yeah. That. Now yeah. I pin stuff like. Uh, I put right. certain as that I can't remember there. So like whenever yeah. I wake up, it's in front of me. It's really useful. It's and sometimes very... it's, mm. it's, it's great that you've said that. Sometimes it's just little things that, little changes that we can mm. implement in our lives that then have this huge impact and make a lot of little difference. Little steps. Absolutely. It's not mm. always about big changes and mm. big steps. It's about little changes and it's about working out what things are going to help you. Mm. I feel like those little steps accumulate yeah. to that big step. 
yes add up to that big step whatever that big step is going yeah. is yeah and actually um Rahma just picking up on something else you said you were saying mm. that you were sort of uh, on your journey you 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 looked at books on self-development and you looked mm. at Islamic ones and yeah. non-Islamic ones. Yeah. so one of my goals as a life coach as a Muslim life coach yeah. is to try and merge the two because quite two often together yes absolutely so there's lots of stuff out there on life coaching self-development mm. but it doesn't make that connection with the dean and so for me one of my yeah. objectives is to really bring dean into it because okay. there's so much about our dean yeah. that tells us all that about is... what we need to know mm-hmm. about how to progress and move forward yes. and be successful absolutely yes you know? and so for me and... i'm trying to merge the two yeah. and make and, those and... links yeah yeah and that's why i said i i admire you so much because it's oh. very hard to find people like that who are Muslim but who at the same time are telling you the ways to basically become better putting the two worlds together yes Um, it's very hard to find people like that if you go on YouTube all you see is you know non-Muslims and how to you know um, fix your life up how to be you know motivational which is great which is great and and all those things are really valuable because there are you know it's not just the Muslims who necessarily have all of the answers so it's important that we listen to you know uh, Mm. other research and 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 that sort of thing but where I was finding a, a gap was where there wasn't that link being made to the deen and Allah so for me when I was listening to them I was thinking okay because a lot of what I discovered is that a lot of life coaching it Mm. kind of it's grounded in the deen so lots Mm. of things Mm. that that life coaches might might say sort of strategies and tools that they give to people you can find the links to our deen because our deen has so much to offer in terms of guidance it's it's basically yeah, yeah it tells you every single how to from how to go to the toilet to how to lead a country it it covers everything everything you're absolutely absolutely right it really does Yeah. yeah yeah so so this is what I found so for me it wasn't difficult you know to make those connections and mm. as a Muslim I felt a sense of kind of obligation responsibility to do so. yes. as a life coach to bring in those connections okay. and say actually do you know what this yeah. is what we're learning about but this is also grounded in yeah. our being you know? but do you feel like that's in a sense fulfilling your purpose in this world because in that Definitely. way you are actually worshipping Allah because absolutely you know absolutely. and I think that's yeah. what I wanted to do for so long even to this day I'm like how do I find a job where I'm not just getting paid money but at the same Mm -hmm. time I'm worshipping Allah worship can be in it doesn't mean just pray salah and give charity it It can be in everything how you talk to your friends how you communicate with your family how you handle situations so in that way I've always been you know struggling to find a job where I'm not just doing it because I'm getting money I'm doing it because at the same time I am fulfilling my purpose do you get it yeah yeah, absolutely. But but also remember, Rahma, that when you're earning money and earning a living, that's also a form of a, worship. A form of worship, it yes, is, yes. and and that's what we've got to understand that yeah. uh, fulfilling that purpose as Muslims, it's not just about doing one thing. You know, mm. worshiping about how we do everything that we do. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just one thing, so it's okay. about yes. merging the two. Yeah, merging yeah. the two together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Rather than seeing them as two separate things. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I just wanted us to go through um your PowerPoint. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. I think it would yeah, benefit absolutely. many, many people. Yeah. Um. So, step one: imagine, yes. imagine your dream. 
Yeah. So um, if if uh, if I could just say that there's seven steps. Yeah. So it's all about going after your your dreams, basically. Yeah. How to achieve and your dream your can be whatever, right? It can be anything. Absolutely. Losing weight, starting 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 a business, anything. anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So th- this is this is the thing. It's about you know I often start this talk by saying you know um, we all have dreams. Yeah. Um, but for a lot of us, if you ask people they say well we're not really living our dreams you know right. yes we have dreams but there's this disconnect between disconnection what yeah. we want this dissatisfaction yes absolutely so it's you know it's about exploring you know so what are those things that are stopping us from getting there from living our dreams from achieving mm. our dreams and it's about understanding that actually it all starts with us right that we ourselves have have that power within us right. to affect change um and and so i try and break it down like you said in in sort of you know with these different steps just helping people to work through okay what do we need to do but it, it's got to start with that understanding that you know what right. it begins with us and the the only real limits that we mm. have mm. Um, are the limits that we place on ourselves right yeah. so so everything so it's, is, is, is you basically that's stopping you from from doing what you want to do yeah, absolutely it's absolutely. not anybody else yeah mm. it's it's starting with that understanding that actually we already have what it takes mm. yes we've got to work on things we've got to develop ourselves mm. but really um you know in right at the beginning we, we we're enough just as we yeah. are we've just got to nurture yeah. what we already have we've got to hone in on things we've got to develop things mm. but actually we already have everything that we need within ourselves yeah do you know when you see when you hear people of like who 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 are very successful um yes. Like I, I watch a um, lot of business, like really successful business people. Like I don't know, do you know a guy called Elon Musk? Mm, not sure. Um, he did, you know, the car's Tesla, founder of yes. Tesla, okay. um, and people like the founder of Microsoft. What is his name again? Bill Gates. No, no not okay. that's not not um, Bill Gates. Yeah. Is Bill Bill Gates. Gates. Yeah, it's Bill yes. Gates, yeah. Yeah, you you look at the how they came from and you know yeah. the struggles they went through. You just like wow I can never be like that because I just don't have what they have in you know what I mean sometimes I have that kind of thoughts where it's like I don't I don't know how how to be like that person where they have that kind of and they started from zero like Oprah Winfrey for example Mm -hmm. she's she was like um I remember I watched a video of her where she was like um her mother used to um was a was the maid of this big rich family house they used to live in yeah. and her mother used to say to her not her mother sorry her grandmother used to say to her I wish when you grow up that you also become a maid like me with a big rich right. family who would treat you nicely right. and she said that I wish I wish she was alive to see me that actually white people are working for me now yes. and I'm the rich one yes um yeah. see so what we mustn't do, Rahma, mm. is kind of ever say that, you know, um, like you were saying, so we've got these big, successful people uh, yeah. and we see them at that sort of uh, uh, top, you know, w- once they've reached these heights, we right. see them there. But what we don't see is that journey, you know, right. behind what it took for them to get there. And we yes. see these people and we, we we say things like you, you, you were just saying, I can never do that. But mm. actually, we all can. We've all got that within us. Right. And if you look at a lot of these people, like you've just 
mentioned Oprah Winfrey, most yeah. of them have had, uh, you know, very uh, ba- backgrounds, absolutely, where w- which weren't you might you might say that weren't necessarily in their favour that that helped them, but they still found that the resources within themselves um, to kind of get to where they wanted to be. So that it's about understanding that it's not all about right. having all of the tools at your disposal to begin with right from the offset. Right. It's yeah. about understanding that it comes from you. You yeah. know, I um, I don't don't know whether you remember this, but but quite often when I do this talk, I talk about the fact that when I was eleven years old, I was engaged at right. a very young age, um, and so for me as a young girl, it was a huge yes. blow because oh I had God. ambition. You know, I wanted yes. to go places, I wanted to study, yeah. and then all of a sudden I realised, okay, the moment I finish my GCSEs, my yes. parents are going to get me married, and that's going to be my life. You know, oh yeah, but regardless of that because I I I did get married very young and I had um two children very young yeah but regardless of that I I knew that I was sort of uh, there was more for me in in life than than than, you had that not minimizing yeah I'm not minimizing being a mother and having that responsibility however I knew that I was meant to do more than, than than that alone and so I had this ambition so even as after having my children I mm. studied part-time I worked full-time and I got my degree and I went after those those dreams that I had for myself and I created yes. what I you know that life that I'd always imagined as a little girl so oh, wow. even and, and then after that sort of when I was working with families single parent families etc and they'd look at me and they'd say well you don't understand our position you don't understand what it's like and I'd I'd say to them but actually I do yeah I've been there I, yeah. I know you know that life could be really cruel yeah. absolutely mm. I know about that struggle I know yeah. about the difficulties and a lot of parents would look at me and say what you went through that what do you mean yeah like, you were a single parent and I say but yeah but you know so you mustn't ever think that you know what life is mm. working against me I don't have the money the resources it starts yeah. with you and that's what that's with really you living yourself yeah. yes absolutely so why yeah. do you think many many people including even myself let things stop them from doing what they want to do yeah what is it that some people are like you know what I don't care I'm not going to let this stop me I'm going to achieve my dreams wherever the mm. cost and I'm going to go after them whereas some people are like I just give up I'm not doing it I just can't do it yeah so I think there's two different things there um there is that self-belief so there's Mm. a lack of self-belief that often prevents people from from moving forwards when they have this sort of belief that I'm not good enough and I can never be that person I can never be in this position or or or, or achieve this you know yeah so those negative self-beliefs often hold people back so it's about breaking those down and dealing with those you know so that's the first part the second part is about your mindset so Mm. I don't know whether you've heard of a growth mindset and a fixed mindset no right okay so it's all again it's linked to um your belief system so quite often when people think I'm not good enough I can never do this that's Mm. called having a um fixed mindset so right. believing that you're you 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 know either you've got the the, the talent for something or you don't and you okay and, and not believing that actually even though I can't do something right now doesn't yeah. mean that I can't learn 
that I yes. can't achieve it if I work okay. at it yeah so yeah. that's what the growth mindset is all about it's about understanding that do you know what we it, it might take some effort and time and self-work absolutely yes. but I can do it I can get somewhere I yeah can, it's I've also got... patience I think people lack patience absolutely it? You're it's absolutely that waiting right. of like when is it going to happen mm, yeah do you know, like or, or, or even like yeah patience yeah. I think patience is something a lot of people struggle with yes you're absolutely mm. right you you you're absolutely right the, the 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 growth mindset by the way and and um the, the self-belief these two things are linked you know and, right uh, so having a growth mindset is about you know your underlying beliefs as well so they're not mm. necessarily two separate things but but sort of when talking about them you might talk about them as two separate things but you're yeah. absolutely right about the patience element as well because that's also about having self-discipline you know mm. and, self-discipline um, yeah that's something yeah. I really wanted to talk to you about self-discipline do yeah. you know what I think a lot of people yeah. do not practice self-discipline including myself a lot of people yeah yeah I think it's, it's something that only people who are truly want to like change their life mm. put, you know incorporate in their life self-discipline because who wants to stop themselves from doing what they want to do yeah you're absolutely mm. right you know there's there's a book um <clears throat> It's called How to Do What You Want to Do, The Art of Self-Discipline by uh, an author called Paul Hawke. And he talks about how, you know, most people, we struggle with poor self-discipline. And he talks about the reason for that. And he says it's because avoiding difficult situations seems to be the easy course of action for for most of us. Oh, my God, you're definitely right. Yeah, because we're Mm. so easily seduced by immediate satisfactions. Right. as human beings it, it's like you said we want things to happen there and then we don't yes. want, to, want to have to we want to avoid things. anything that would cause a struggle yeah absolutely mm. you're absolutely right but here's is it, the, is, yeah, go yeah on. sorry you go it, on i was just going to say but here's the, the, the sort of beautiful thing about you know as muslims how we have a bit of a uh, advantage mm. because you know allah our creator he knows mm. the nature of his creation and yes. he knows that discipline isn't something that comes to us easily yeah so by instructing us to pray five, five times, times a day yes, yeah? yeah at set times without yeah. fail yeah now that in itself you know is a formula is, is, is a formula absolutely for mm. teaching us self-discipline yeah definitely so yeah as muslims we should actually be the most disciplined because we have mm. this advantage we have this yes. pre-training you know yeah and, and that's why i think a lot of people do struggle with praying salat on time because it's that discipline isn't it yeah absolutely mm. yeah. a lot of people struggle yeah and it's it's sort of um it kind of goes back to what we're doing with this talk and breaking things down into steps so Mm. always rather than think oh gosh I can't manage five times a day break it down and just start with one Mm. you know if you're struggling with five times don't don't start with five start with one because you've got Mm. to start somewhere and praying one salah is Mm. better than praying none none, yeah do you know what I used to do when I was young yeah. Um, this is so bad but I used to basically I wouldn't pray the whole day yeah 
and then I would pray all at once during the night. <laughs> yeah, lots of people do that. It's really bad, yeah. but I was like, lots it's better do. than not. It's better than not praying. Yeah, and I agree. I agree, and I'm not saying that's ideal, but it's certainly mm. better because lots of people they decide I'm not going to wear hijab because I'm not doing other things. I'm not yeah. going to pray all of my salat in one go because I'm I'm not praying on time. But actually, oh, don't oh I'm not going to pray because I'm not perfect. When I be yeah. perfect, I had this discussion with this um this I think friend of mine. She was like. Yeah. I'm not good enough yet to pray and I'm thinking mm. you can be doing all, all kinds of things you will still yeah. be good enough to pray no matter of what Absolutely. Yeah. and that's really important to understand don't discount even the littlest of thing you know mm. the littlest of charity that you might give any yeah. you know Allah knows what's in your heart and he knows your situation he knows mm. your condition you know so yeah. don't ever minimize the little that you do as if you're doing something that's something that is something yeah absolutely. then nothing yeah absolutely yeah, and right, that's yeah. far better than not making any and i think that also me. goes back to you know um imagining your dream and going through that little steps yeah. like if you can do the tiniest thing at least that is absolutely. something absolutely yeah. shall i t- take us through the seven steps seven steps yes yeah please so um, step number one is, is, is about imagining your dream. So it's really okay. important to get clear on what that vision is that you have for yourself. So that's the right. first important step. So if you've, you, you, you want to go after your dream, what is that dream? And really break that down. So get really clear. And this is where I tend to say, if mm. necessary, bring in that sensory detail about, you know, what is it that you see yourself doing? What can mm. you hear? What can you feel? You know, Right. really get 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 into down into that detail um, about right. what that vision for yourself is yeah okay where what you know what kind of person do I want to be who do I want to be what kind of life do I want to live yeah mm. but but it's important that it's it's got to be it's got to be your dream it's got to mean something to you so that's right so exclude about. everything else that 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 doesn't that Absolutely. doesn't that's not you that's not you and in some ways it might help to go back to you know because some people say well I don't really know what I want you know I don't know who it is that I am go back to thinking about the kinds of things that you might have said to yourself or wished for when you were a child you know Mm. because when you're in that state of of being a child Mm. children Mm. are the best at imagining aren't they yeah Yeah? because their imagination doesn't have any limits and in a way that's where we want to start we want to, mm. to start by thinking okay if there were no restrictions if there were no limits mm. if money wasn't an issue for me if nothing else was an issue what is what it would I, I be doing myself yes. absolutely and start yeah. from that place yeah yes do you okay. know what I just want to say a little thing I did watch yeah, yeah. this YouTube video once where yeah. they would they did interview children and adults yes. on what they wanted to do and what were the dream was and the children yeah. They all had one thing in common that was, I'm going to be Batman. I'm going to be Superman. I'm going yeah. to be a farmer. Yeah. yeah and yeah. the adults question, they had also had one thing in common was, I want to be this. I want to yes, be that. I, so he was saying that the kids had that belief in them that I'm going to be. Yes. The adults were like, I want to be yeah it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely, absolutely right. And it goes back to those beliefs that we have. 
about you know um what we're capable of doing yeah and what we're yeah. capable of having and it's really sad isn't it because as children yeah, we sad. don't have that we don't have we don't put those mm. limits on ourselves and we just think actually the sky's the limit we can yeah. achieve anything we can be anything yeah we can do whatever we want yeah absolutely and then as we grow up as we go through life you know we we tend to pick up these negative self-beliefs mm. we internalize them yeah and then what happens is they restrict us we put these restrictions on ourselves Mm-hmm. and we just we start to think that I, I you know I'm not good enough I'm not yeah. capable enough I don't have the yeah. ability to do this yes. um, and we restrict ourselves and and, and that's yeah. how we live our lives yeah. so you're absolutely right it's going back to thinking okay if there were no limits as a child yes. what was it you know those what were those dreams that I had mm. and trying to make those links between because as children you that's where you, you you kind of if you ever watch children sort of in their element when they're playing they're Mm. they're living out they're playing out their absolute passions yeah those are the things that that they're doing that drive them so it's it's reconnecting with that inner child that we all have within us Mm, and thinking about what are those things that I really felt passionate about yeah that really drove me and and motivated me you know yeah and and sort of trying to reconnect with that yeah to get a sense of okay one of the things that I really see myself doing that 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 I would that that would really make me feel happy happy yeah yeah and getting in touch with that yeah okay and so yeah go on so um so you said um chasing your no um imagining your dream and I think on your on the put in the um on the um I can't even speak on the powerpoint yeah (laughs) it said create a vision board that's one way to start Absolutely. So what's really important, so it's, you know, you must get really clear on your vision. So for some people, it helps to write it down. So write down, you know, a a one page if you want, you know, this is where I'm going to be. And this is where I see myself. And I'm going to have these, these are the people who are going to be with me. These are the, you know, the the things I'm going to have around me. This is Mm. the way I'm going to be dressed. You know, this is what I'll be, you know, uh, 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 sort of doing, creating all of that, write it down. For some people, they're much more visual and, and generally, Generally, mm. uh, we're, we're kind of visual by, by yeah. nature. So yeah. some people, it, it, it helps to kind of uh, create, like you were saying earlier, a vision board. Mm. And a vision board is basically any sort of board where yeah. you display um, images that represent whatever you want to be or what you want to have in your life. So you might mm. use words, images, anything that capture a real sense of what you want to have, mm. you know, so really break it down. Um, but then what's also important is that you put it somewhere where it's accessible where you right. can be constantly reminded about what mm. that vision is that you have yeah. for yourself yeah like I was saying I put my vision board um in my room on on top not on top but like n- next to my bed so whenever I wake up it's right that's a mm. really good plan yeah absolutely yeah. so you're constantly being reminded yeah so don't just kind of if if you're not careful it can just become something um that, that kind of fades in the background it's yeah. just there you know it's like wallpaper so what's also important is you actually go to your vision board and mm. you look at it you remind yourself you work through mm. it you read it you you know you yeah. you remind yourself of of, of that vision what it entails mm. what it's about I think yeah I think the best time to do that is when you wake up for Fajr mm. when yeah. it's silent and quiet yeah. and you're looking yeah it's a very good time can, to do it mm. absolutely um so talk us through step yeah. two so step two now this is um 
an important one as a Muslim. So, mm. um, you know, as Muslims, we understand that um, in order to be successful, we have to turn to Allah. Yeah. Mm. And we, we were talking about um, earlier about sort of um, self-discipline and how Allah teaches us self-discipline. Yeah. yeah. So um, Allah isn't just teaching us to persist at things, but he's also teaching us to keep going back to him. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. therein is also lies our success, our key to success. Yes. Yeah. So um uh that for me I I thought actually as Muslims it's got to be a really important step to going yeah. back to Allah, ensuring that we're constantly seeking his help along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Praying to him, asking for his help. One thing that I, I always ensure that I do without fail is my morning yeah. adhkar. Yeah, because yeah. I just feel it's not only the, the salah that helps me with, with everything and, and mm. makes things easy for me, but also the, the, the morning du'as, the adhkar, yeah. you know, mm. they, they all, I, I always, I, I feel different when I, I, I recite mm. those du'as, you know. Yeah. And we do you have, know, do you, do you think yeah. it's because it's the silence? it's it's quiet it's calm absolutely yeah it's like it feels like it's just you and Allah alone absolutely and and that's important to feel connected you know Mm. connected with Allah and you can't do that unless you have that place of kind of solitude and Mm. quiet you know yeah so it's amazing because Salah also gives us that opportunity to do that yeah five times a day that's when I think about it you know some some people that's a lot but five times a day like between fajr mm. and and duhur yeah. you could be going through some stressful time and then duhur comes and like oh okay now it's time for me do you know what i mean exactly yeah or you you're stressing that... about something like oh now I, I need to talk to allah now absolutely i mm. think you know allah Ta'ala knows what we need yeah? yeah and i think five times is just the right amount of times yeah you know, there's I this agree. whole kind of movement um mm. uh, uh, that's recently come about around mindfulness and right. for me mindfulness is really just about going back to absolutely yeah going back to allah and yeah. that sort of act of praying salah that's what helps us to mm. connect back Do you know to... that's important that you yeah. said that because mm. this movement is by people who are atheists or people who yeah. don't believe in god and it's just like yeah. But we have this gratitude and thanking God. It's just basically part of our daily. Yeah. Oh, wow. Allah Ta'ala already gave us the recipe. Mm -hmm. He already told us, you know, that life is going to be so busy. You'll get consumed by it. Mm. But, you know, it's a reminder that, you know what? It's about taking you back to what's important. You know, remembering who you are, remembering your creator, Mm. being present, noticing you know these things that's that's what that's what salah does for us and that's mm. mindfulness yeah, yeah it's about not right. forgetting not getting lost in that mm. rigmarole of life and the busyness yeah. of life yeah. yeah and then step three so step number that three one. absolutely so step number three is about having the right attitude right. so the right attitude is about having the right mindset as well as the right set of behaviors to go with it yeah so it's right. not enough to have your vision alone because yes. when you have your vision you might spend all this time creating a vision board and and getting really clear on what your vision is for yourself but then we all have this inner voice that creeps up right. and tells us 
that's not going to be possible for this reason right. or that reason so that's what we have to understand about you know it, yeah also got to accompany it with the right attitude but also understand that self-doubt is something that's really normal we almost yeah, have to it's expect natural. It's human. Absolutely. Yeah. we almost have to expect to experience some mm. self-doubt along the way yeah mm. but it's when that self-doubt prevents us from progressing that's yeah. when it becomes a real issue yeah okay so um, what I wanted to say about sort of the, the mindset is is about really um, thinking about our thoughts um, mm. because our thoughts are really powerful. Yes. And as human beings, we have something in the range of 60,000 thoughts a day. Wow. But subhanAllah, most of the majority of our thoughts tend to be negative, oh which God. is really alarming. So as human beings, we, we're predisposed to thinking more negatively. Yeah. And there's different different reasons for that you know it's it, it tends to be said that it's actually a, pr- a bit of a protective uh, uh, thing oh. that we have you know to protect ourselves um, we prepare ourselves you know mm, that a uh, 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 defense mechanism got, it is it's like a defense mechanism you mm. know but what we need to understand is that you know um it's important to to recognize when our thought because a lot of our we have something called ants ants yeah. automatic negative thought but quite often these automatic negative thoughts although they're there as a way to kind of just protect ourselves in case mm. something in case there's any kind of threat to mm. to ourselves or uh, uh, anything that poses a danger to our lives or right. uh, anything like that um, mm. most of the time they're very irrational yeah, yeah. They're very you're absolutely emotional. right they're yeah. very irrational when you when you when you dissect them and think about them you're thinking absolutely. this is so stupid it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any, but that's what's important to recognize so so what I tend to say about those automatic negative thoughts is you know it, it in, in terms of how much they affect us um mm. uh, it, if you're somebody who who gives your automatic negative thoughts airtime, so to speak, yeah. so you mm. entertain them, you, you allow them to, to absolutely, mm. you allow them to materialize. That's when they tend to become problematic for you. Mm. On the other hand, if you recognize that actually that was a negative thought and that's not true, like that's mm. illogical, it doesn't make any sense, yeah. and you decide to drop it, then it doesn't affect you so much. So it's um, about, you know, and I think that's the hardest part that that yeah. that recognizing that this is a negative thought and you shouldn't think like this absolutely absolutely it is hard but it's it, it's also doable so right. the first step i would say is just to become aware mm. aware of your negative thoughts and then question them and use questions like okay what's the evidence for for, for this thought that i'm having you know how mm. true is this how mm. would somebody else see this situation right you know, what would my friend be saying to me about you know what i'm saying to myself about this situation mm. you know right and and then try to turn your ants into mm. So P-E-T-S. Yes. Okay. So what does that P- mean? P-E-T-S stands for power, positive empowering thoughts. Right. So turn them into more helpful thoughts, more helpful right. ways of thinking. Okay. Yeah? So don't push them out the way. Just use them as just a way turn to... turn them around. Absolutely. Mm. And, and just tell yourself something that's more helpful rather than unhelpful. Because the thing about mm. those automatic negative thoughts is they're generally very unhelpful. Yeah. Right. And they stop yeah. us from doing things. So we say things to ourselves like, oh, I'm going to make a fool of myself if I do this. I'm mm. no good. I'm not good enough. I'm going to look stupid. 
absolutely come stupid yeah yeah so speak to yourself the way that you might speak to a very good friend of yours you know in a more encouraging positive and helpful way right that's that's really helpful tips yeah I agree great so Mm. the other part of that that attitude is about having um the right set of behaviors and there's lots of things that are going to help you but I tried to break it down into a few things that I thought okay these are probably the most helpful behaviors so the first thing I said was focus about having the right focus um checking with yourself am I on on track with what I am setting out to do and trying to think about procrastination and, and and mm. defeating procrastination you know right. quite often we sit on uh, sit on a decision um, for far too long um, yeah. but the decision to do something mm. is, is quite often more difficult than the task itself yeah. so we tend to talk I, ourselves out of things by thinking yeah. oh gosh that's really difficult but it, yeah. it's all about getting started or, or, or they'd be like I'll do it someday or I'll do it tomorrow yeah. or I'll do it that day and that day comes and you never do it and you never I do have it. that I have that, yeah. I'll be like, I'm going gym today, tomorrow. Mm. And tomorrow comes, oh, I don't feel like tomorrow today. Yeah. Just tomorrow. And then and I never go. Yeah. And this is, that's what you risk doing, you know. Mm. So, so just doing something is better than doing nothing at all. So don't kind of, even if you do a little bit of exercise, you know, yeah. if you, you know, you take that first step, then you're doing something. Yeah, yeah or a bit, or just a little bit of your assignment and then at least that will start something off exactly exactly mm. so it's often that you know that indecision that that kind of is worse than the the, the task itself so yeah. so thinking about that you know how do I overcome procrastination how do I keep myself on track and focused mm. and then also thinking about um the fact that it will involve hard work and sacrifice yeah mm. nothing is going to fall into your lap you yes. have to be prepared to take those those steps you have yeah. to be prepared to sacrifice something you know so mm. when we're working towards something when we're working yeah. towards our goals our dreams it's going to involve some short-term discomfort you know that, mm. that that's it's about understanding that that's part yeah. of the process you know yeah. yes I'm gonna have to get up uh, you know from my comfy bed or sofa mm. I'm gonna have to make an effort and that short-term discomfort discomfort will be there but it's about keeping your eye on you know what's that longer term mm. goal that I'm and I think I think like you said that's the again I'm saying that's the hardest part that yeah. getting yourself out of that comfort zone where you feel so comfortable yeah yeah and it's so difficult I think for the first few weeks but after that you it becomes natural you get used to getting yeah. out of bed early or yeah. yeah it's it's about it, it lots of things come into that your focus your self-discipline mm-hmm. but understanding you know what's really important to me mm-hmm. and if I really want to be in this this place you know and achieve this vision that I've got for myself right. I'm gonna have to push myself it's mm-hmm. not just going to materialize for me yeah. I'm gonna have to take those steps you know yeah so really understanding that you know if I really want that if that's really important to me I've got to push myself I've got to, mm-hmm. to, to take those steps yeah um, there was um this this quote I saw this lady she said you're never gonna feel like it whatever it is you want to do you're never gonna feel like it so you might as well just do it yeah absolutely you're right um and so also along with that is is about having the right belief you know and belief is twofold it's about having self-belief as well Mm. as your belief in Allah Mm, yeah that I can accomplish this with the help of Allah 
Absolutely. Mm. And always remembering that, you know, there's this bigger power who's in control mm. of everything. And I've got to put my trust in and him. faith in him. You yes. know, it's not all on me. There's only so yes. much that I'm going to be able to do on my own. Yeah, absolutely and I, right. Yeah. So just remembering that tawakkul, that trust mm. in Allah. Yeah. And then some people can actually go the opposite and be like, oh, I'm just going to put all my trust in Allah and I won't do nothing. Yeah. Like, um, some people probably will make so many du'a to Allah, Ya Allah, let this be, but they're yeah. doing nothing on their behalf. Mm. And they, they don't see no change and all oh, my du'a is not being answered. But it's like, you also have to do your part. Exactly. Yeah. And there's so many examples in our deen where Allah Ta'ala instructed um, the prophets, for example, to take mm. steps themselves. If Allah yes. wanted, he could have, you know, just created things um, immediately you yeah. know, for all of his prophets, for all of his mm, messengers. Definitely. But he through through them you know we've got loads of hardship absolutely it's like when moses was at the 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 sea and Mm. um allah parted the sea for him so that they could cross through allah Mm. told moses to to um to stamp his staff first of all first of all on the ground you know Mm. so there was a step that moses had to take in order but before that moses was afraid and he questioned allah saying how am i going to do this how how can i face pharaoh yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely so there's so many lessons isn't there there's also yeah. a hadith um where there was a companion of the prophet and he said you know do i have to tie up my camel um mm. you know before i go somewhere or shall i just yes. put my trust in allah and yeah, the prophet and the camel, said to him, yeah. yeah tie up tie your camel and, and put, put your trust. trust yeah absolutely so it's about both things it's about understanding yeah, and yeah. I think this this links with step four, take ownership, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. So we'll move on to that. So step four is is about understanding that your dream is your dream. And, mm. um, you know, nobody's going to create it for you. It, in order to live it, you've got to take responsibility for that for that right. dream. So right. you've got to commit to it. You've got, mm. got to commit time to it. You've got to prioritize it. So right. for this, time management also comes into play. So it's about right. thinking, okay, if this is really important, to me how am I going to make time for it looking at your schedule you know where do I you know where where can I make time and it might involve absolutely it might involve giving up certain things to Mm. make time for this yeah such as sleep it might involve like you probably waking up up early in the morning yeah you know my my daughter she she will sometimes laugh at me because I wake up at five um, every day and she's like mom why do you feel the need like what do you do in the morning like why do you you know, now you said that yeah. I wish I, I tried so many times and I failed. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I tried so many times. I've some days I've actually done it for three times a week. What yeah. three days in in a row. Yeah. And then the fourth day I'm like, that's it, I'm I'm going back to bed now. <laughs> okay, so maybe don't don't aim to do it every day. Aim to mm. do it, you know, a couple of times in the week. You know, maybe. start yes. with whatever is manageable for you because what mm. happens is if we aim too high, we then lose motivation. Yeah. And then we give okay. up completely yeah yeah so start off small and 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 we kind of come on to that when we talk about one of the other mm. steps which is about creating goals but okay. it's about starting off small yeah okay breaking it down so that it, it's achievable and then mm. once you manage once a week twice a week mm. then build that up and then do three yeah. times a week would, would you also say don't take out on other people if your dream doesn't become absolutely so yeah, take absolutely. take ownership, ownership as in like don't put other people don't 
blame other people for why you're not successful absolutely you can't Mm. do that you know your Mm. dream is is your dream and and you yourself are responsible for for, Mm. for making things happen for yourself you can't Mm. say well I haven't been able to do this because you didn't do this for me Mm. you know that's what a lot of us can I say what what when what if what if parents come into the equation what if Mm. you can't chase your dream because your parents said you can't do this okay well it's it's about um sometimes it's about negotiation right um and sometimes it's like um it's about understanding what is in in your control and Mm. what is in other people's control and taking responsibility for the things that are in your control and the things that are not in your control sort of handing that over to Allah you know like Allah I can't change this situation I can't Mm. control you know what these people say or do or or what's happening around me that I'm going to leave to you I will do what I can do yeah okay instead of looking at it in that way okay Okay. yeah going back to like when I was younger and I was engaged at a very young age Mm. I didn't have a lot of control around what was happening to me but I decided what I could take responsibility for so afterwards when it was in my control I made sure I I I joined took full full ownership courses studied I I looked Mm. for a job I took control and responsibility for what I could do myself in order to to get to where I wanted to be and it's also about understanding there's there's sometimes a time for everything so right now things might not be working for you the way that you Mm. want them to but but, you know that doesn't mean it's never going to materialize for Mm. you so don't just give up just because right now it's not working Mm. for you you know continue to work at it continue to make your art continue to do continue to take little steps at a time little steps absolutely Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah. even if it's not happening that right there, right, right away, it doesn't mm. mean it's never going to happen for you. So don't yeah. give up so easily. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely agree with you. Okay. okay. So step five, gather your resources. Step five. Absolutely. So step five is about thinking about your resources and what you need to help mm. you to, to achieve what you want to achieve. Mm. So always start with what you've already got. Yeah. Right. <laughs> because it, it's thinking about your inner resources. Mm. You know, so, so those skills, those abilities, those strengths mm. that you already have and mm. working on those, but also looking at what you've got around you, people yeah. you've got around you, other, right. other things that you might have around, have around yeah. you. What can help those. you, yeah absolutely and then thinking about what else do I need to invest in so what have right. I already got but mm. what else do I need to invest in yeah mm. and so, then and then what what is what examples would you give of that kind of like maybe buying extra books or yeah absolutely mm. so it really depends on what what your goals are you know right um but but thinking about resources like books like materials mm. um you know it could be courses and training that you need to do but also right. thinking about other people you know mm. Mm. there's there's a quote about happy and successful people surround themselves with other happy and successful people Mm, so seek these people out you know find like-minded people that are going to help you on Mm. your journey that you can learn from you know I I hear this a lot I hear this a lot seek people who are like-minded who are successful but in reality that's very hard to do Okay, in but, reality, it's hard yeah. to find people who are successful I'm or with you. who can help me achieve my goal. Or it's hard. I would, I would argue, um, mm. argue with that, Rahma, because I think 
particularly in this day and age mm. it's so easy we have youtube social videos. media we have okay so, yeah social media yeah, absolutely right it's yeah. so easy to tap into those yeah. people you know who are there giving us messages inspirational motivational mm. talks and, and and messages we've yeah. we've got that so easily available at our fingertips we don't yeah. have to um you know travel a long distance to access these people and resources right. anymore we have yes. the internet we can do our research mm. you know i remember somebody saying to me um a, a while back don't bother buying any books anymore because <laughs> everything you need all the learning that you need so, yeah. is all there it's, it's yeah. on the on the internet it's ready available to us yeah, somebody's right, already yeah. put it out there you know I'm not discouraging people from buying books I think there's still yeah. you know a lot to be gained from that a lot to yeah. be learned but certainly you know it's it material is so much easier to access you know yeah. um, so so um, you know definitely you know we can seek those people out so you're in environment isn't just about your physical environment and the people right. the physical people around mm. you but just other things that you engage in you know yeah. what do you listen to on a regular basis what programs okay. do you watch yeah. on a regular basis all these things feed our hearts and our minds mm. with 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 you know the, the thoughts and the beliefs that we yeah. then um, I think there was uh, uh, this quote I saw as well and it said everything you're watching listening eating hearing will have effect on you in five years yes, whatever absolutely. you was consuming is going to be the you in five years You're time right because we mm. internalize this that's mm. what we internalize so it's really thinking about okay what what is it i need to be listening to what do i right. need to be surrounding myself with to help me on this journey towards achieving my goals and 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 achieving my dreams okay yeah? Yeah. And then step six, create goals. Step six is all about your goals. So your goals are your means of getting to your ultimate dream, your vision. Yeah. Right. When it comes to achieving success, one of the most important steps is, is about setting good goals. So mm. the way that I, I, I talk about goals is I, I say, look, start with the end in mind. So okay. you've, got your, you've got your ultimate vision, your dream and work backwards from there. So right. if your dream is in five years time I want to be doing this I want to be here mm. then work your way back from there if in five well, what years, will I be doing in four years time what will I be doing years, oh, absolutely okay. so by the end of you know the first year where do I want to be so working backwards by the end of four years by the end of three you know right. and set yourself maybe monthly and then three monthly and then mm. yearly goals yeah. okay yeah so breaking them down um yeah. and it's also important to start with going back to what we were saying earlier start with moderately challenging goals just to get the process going rather mm. than setting yourself unrealistic targets absolutely right. yeah mm. so really break it down make them small make them achievable for yourself okay. yeah and then number seven and then number seven is all about yeah it's all about consistency so mm -hmm. um consistency is something that sort of weaved through each of the other goals but because it's so important to remember I wanted mm. to emphasize it as having you know as a separate step yeah. so it's about remembering that your journey isn't going to be easy yeah right. but it's about understanding that you know despite the failures and the setbacks mm. you've got to keep going you know mm. uh, until you achieve what you want until you achieve the life that you want you know yeah. so there's I this yeah yeah I think this consistency is the one key thing that can stop you from achieving your goal 
absolutely because mm, yeah. you can have a dream but if you do it for like I don't know a week and then you just you don't you're not consistent with it you will never come mm. into yeah you're absolutely yeah. right and lots of us you know we we start off really motivated really mm-hmm. enthusiastic about you know about doing something and then it becomes difficult for us and then we you know or we might experience some kind of setback and yeah. then we lose that motivation and then we decide to give up on it entirely mm. you know but it's about understanding that failure yeah. or any kind of setback doesn't mean that's the end of it it yeah. just means you might have to look at things differently do things right. a little bit differently or or sort of uh, uh, go in a slightly different direction mm. it doesn't mean you pack up the the dream completely yeah. yeah so it's about thinking what can I learn from this failure okay mm. do, what do I need to rethink it doesn't mean I need to give up on the dream completely but I just might need to go about it in a slightly different way than I uh, uh, originally said out to right. do right yeah. yeah so that's, that's the key right. keep going you know going. so yeah absolutely think about you know what as your future self what do you want to be saying to yourself mm. you know what and you and i think to, yeah. it goes back to that little discipline that we were discussing earlier that yeah. little tiny disciplines that you're making will eventually yeah. help you be consistent because of that little absolutely. tiny habit because there's a um, quote that says here that you um, yeah. and, and successful people have formed a habit of taking some simple action yeah. every day that over time it accumulates to a huge gain that lead to their success yes mm. absolutely so it's about understanding that that says success is connected to action you're right. not going to get anywhere through mm. inaction. You know, right. you've got to do something, even if it's one small thing. Mm. So I would always sort of say, you know, it's it, sometimes we can be we can be demotivated by having mm. this big vision for ourselves because we right. think, you know, it's like going back to what we were saying earlier, Bill Gates, I can never do that. Break it down. What's one thing you can do today? Mm. You know, it could just be one thing as simple as I'm going to listen to a a TED talk about, you know, what it's going to take, you know, how I can, what I need to do, how I can feel more motivated, you know, but just breaking it down into, okay, over the next four weeks, what are 10 Mm. things that I can do? Start off with a small achievable things and work your way up right and it's also um enjoy the process not not just focus on the end goal absolutely Mm. because there's so much learning to be gained along the way so you meet so many people absolutely yeah even like yeah sorry continue yeah no that's okay but 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 also what happens is that success at the end it tastes Mm. so much sweeter because you know what it's (laughs) taken for you to get there you know that hard work that blood sweat and and you know what like I I hear people say that who are successful it's so sweet what waits for you at the end and I'm just like I I don't know what I haven't experienced that for myself so I'm really do you get it? I really want yeah. to experience that sweet yeah. taste. I am with you. Yeah. But you know, also don't think about the smaller successes that we experience, you know, because mm. we, we all achieve things at, at different times in different ways. You know, if I was to say to you, Rahma, sit down and mm. write down a list of all of the things you've achieved throughout your life up until this point. There were yeah. so many things that you could you could list. Even as a baby, think about the achievements that we make. We learn how to walk. We learn how to dress ourselves, you know, right. as we go through life these are all achievements that we mm. should be proud of that we should yeah, acknowledge because some people some people don't don't have the opportunity to do that 
No, they don't. Unfortunately, yeah. And so it's reminding ourselves that actually we achieve every single day throughout our lives in different ways. And, you know, these are all things that we we should enjoy and appreciate and be grateful for. You know, achievement Mm. isn't all about big, major things things you know yeah. it's about some small things if I've helped somebody in any small way alhamdulillah mm. that's an achievement yeah, yeah. even they say it's, 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 a, it's a hadith isn't it if you if you um, put a smile on someone's face that's a form of charity subhanallah absolutely mm. absolutely this is the thing you know um, I remember listening to somebody um, giving this talk once and talking about how we all need to think about the legacy that we want to leave behind but mm. you know your legacy doesn't have to be you know, a, a big thing, you know, like a, a book right. that you've written that's, you know, a, yeah. a, a well-acclaimed one or anything like that. Your legacy is mm. about all the different lives that you touch. If you've touched right. somebody's life in, in a positive way, mm. then alhamdulillah, you've, you've left a legacy, you know. Yeah. So it's about that. You know, there's a hadith about this. It's about the charity, the ongoing charity that you leave, knowledge mm. that you've left that's going to benefit yeah. people. You know, so it's thinking about it in that way as well. Yeah. 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 And I think when you have that kind of mindset, it really does motivate you, I think. Yeah. When you have that, when I die, what do I want to leave behind? What do I want people to me when I pass away? Yeah, absolutely. How do I want to be remembered? Absolutely. Mm. And also remembering that, you know, you're not in this on your own. You know, don't forget as Muslims, Allah has given us this this entity of the Ummah. Allah is Mm. reminding us that we are all connected. You know, we have this support network, this support system. system. We don't have to feel like we're on our own, Al- you know. Alone, Allah right. helped his prophets and messengers by giving them a support network, by mm. giving them family, other people around them, companions, yeah. etc., that were there yeah. supporting them, helping them. So we're not on right. our own and we shouldn't ever feel like we're on our own. Mm. Um, and it's important that we do turn to other people as and when right. needed to help us on our right. way. Yeah. Oh, you're with a pack. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We should never, as particularly as Muslims, we know that you know Allah Taala has and and, and Subhanallah, where our faith is quite mm. unique in that respect, because no other religion has has this kind of like this concept, mindset this, like, concept yeah. of the Ummah, you know. And this is something mm. unique to our faith. And through it, Allah Taala is telling us that look, you are all bound together, you know. Yeah. It's something innately, we're, as human beings, we're, 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 we're you know we're social beings. We yeah. Never meant to continue in life through life on our own mm, so it's really yeah that. yeah yeah do you know what I, I feel like this is very very good discussion I'm so glad oh. that I yeah I'm so yeah. glad that I want to do things like this because then yeah. it motivates me but as yeah. well alhamdulillah it could motivate someone who's listening Yes, I hope so. Mm, it's, we, we were talking about this earlier, weren't we, Rahma? How it's mm. so important for us, not not you know, not just me, but all of us. We can all support each other in different ways. And mm. and I I did a talk recently, and um, one of the women was saying we need more women, we need girls mm. to stand yeah. up, and motivate each other. You know, yeah. we all have this within us, the ability yeah. to do this, and we need to be doing mm. more. Of and that. yeah, and you're absolutely right because if a man is talking. 
I I will relate more to a Muslim woman a woman, talking right. than a Muslim man talking. As a woman, that, yeah. Yes, absolutely. As a woman, you you'll connect more absolutely mm. with other women. Yeah. You know? And there are women that are sort of standing up and, and, and sort of doing this, but it mm. doesn't have to be somebody. It doesn't have to be on a big stage. You know, yeah, it doesn't like have to. Was, yeah. Yeah. Just creating a circle, like you said, with a few girls mm. opening it out, getting to every now and yeah. again coming together, talking about how things are going what you need how you can support each other yeah Yeah. this is so effective Mm, I definitely agree yeah do you know like I was saying to you before I started this podcast I was like who's gonna really listen to me talk like I'm not that knowledgeable I'm not I don't have that many you know I don't know self-doubt talking isn't it yeah you're definitely right (laughs) yeah that was your self-doubt and and it's about but you still did it subhanallah mm. so, yeah. so you, you know you were talking about the sweetness of success I, I need to feel that this mm. is this is the sweetness of success darling mm. yeah so yeah. you should certainly you know just enjoy it because you know you despite that self-doubt and that negative self-talk you mm. still went forwards and you made this happen subhanallah. Yeah. and inshallah oh. people will listen and inshallah people will be encouraged by it inspired yeah I hope by so it. I and hope you've, so, yeah. you've created that you've set that up you you know I hope so, so you yeah. didn't you didn't allow it to hold you back mm. and so you know that's a real achievement that you should be proud of <laughs> thank yeah. you very much yeah should we, should we wrap it up yes absolutely yeah. yeah so um thank you very much I I you've, you've covered so many things and I really do hope that it inspires others as much as it inspired me and you know helped me um, Aisha do, do, if yes. people want to reach you how can they reach you do you um... Um, yes so um I can give you my email address but I'm mm. also on Instagram so I go by life coach Aisha okay that's one word right. um and then my um email address i'm more than happy if people want to reach out if they want to ask me yeah. anything um it's info at lifecoachaisha.com okay and aisha so that's... is spelled a-y-e-s-h-a okay yeah so yeah. that's how you can um reach aisha and thank you so much mm-hmm.